Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm our Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to do a show about tarot and palmistry and talking a little bit about our beginnings with it and our philosophy as pertains to it. But before we get into that, we have Let's the Mayan. Let's do the Mayan. Today is Seven Muluk, and Muluk is the tribe of universal water or the moon. And it's about our emotions and our intuition. And today being a tone seven means that we're going to perfect our feelings. We're going to shave off the things, let go of the things that don't work for us, purify. Yeah. And, and then shaved feelings. And then maybe looking at some of our feelings that really do matter and giving, giving them some respect. Yeah, and I would like to concept. say uh, happy birthday to my brother Doug, who crossed into spirit July 19th of this year. Mm -hmm. It's his birthday today. All right. And I channel in order to purify inspiring flow. And that's mm. what today is about in flow. one way or another. The flow go, you know. Yeah. Well, there's a lot to be said. Um, one thing I, I did want to express, and I have said this on the show a lot, and I do readings at the end of every show. But I thought I would talk a little bit about my philosophy on readings. And since I believe, and I know in my own reality, that we create our future, that a reading isn't so much about uh, seeing the future or figuring out the future through the reading. It's more about creating the future. And if you know the trajectory that you're on, then you can do something to make very clear decisions to, to change your course, if that's what you decide. To me, what good does it know, good to, is it to know about an already decided future, a destiny that's not going to change? Um, it doesn't do us any good to know about it. So we are powerful creators, so you can use readings to take you to that next level. And I also wanted to bring tarot outside outside of the realm of superstition. For a long time, people gave the power away to the cards. And so if the death card came up or one of these cards, people would think, oh no, these cards have decided my future for me and there's no escaping it. And it's really time to take these wonderful tools out of that category and put it back in our hands as tools because they really are like 78 little mirrors that we can use to reflect back the part of us that remembers everything, the universal us. So there are windows into a larger, larger consciousness, and you can use them for inspiration to give you um, a connection to a higher source, or you can use them to find out where you're going and to reveal beliefs that you didn't know were hidden down there. So they're very good universal tools, and we'll be doing readings on the show tonight. And Neville is going to talk a little bit about palmistry. Well, palmistry in, is in just still a moment. And um, when we do get to the readings, I would say, um, I just wanted to add that people may be on hold a little bit, but still continue to enjoy the show while we do some palmistry stuff too. Yeah, I am um, shocked by the number of people who are shocked when I tell them that the lines on their palm changed. And while they're in that state of shock, I say, well, if they didn't change, you would be an automaton. You would have no choice. And of course, you have choice. And as so many people um, demand that you make a decision for them, you know, like, who am I going to meet? 
you really want me to make that decision for you? Well, am I going to make any money in life? Do you really want me to make that decision for you? And as soon as you say, do you really want me to make that decision for you, they don't. But the object of being a counselor such as we are is to get the person a very clear picture of possibilities, but no absolutes. When I came back from being dead, I was told by the angel, it's more or less the universal, um, uh, we cannot guarantee you that any of the futures we've shown you will actually happen because of your free will. You could go back there and just never get out of bed again, and none of that would happen. So it's very important for people. Once you can get it that you're creating it, once you can get it that 100% of everything that happened in your life was your idea, not God, God is busy, God's doing other things, but once you can get it that you're creating this, you put yourself in the position to be responsible for what's happening in your life. And that is the whole thing we've been trained from earliest childhood, is to get out of being responsible. You know, the blame game, how many times have we said it? The blame game. Yeah, and so, so you've been doing palmistry even since college, right? My grandmother taught me when I was about six, and it just nothing happened until I was about 18 in college, where it just sort of lit up all this circuitry. And then I began, Library of Congress has over 500 English language titles uh, on the subject of palmistry, and I'll cop to two-thirds of them. You know, I've read a lot, a lot of books on palmistry, and they and then all had many say the same thing. They do. The, there's a section in time, the late 1800s, where any book on palmistry, they would, they would take an entire sentence, an entire paragraph out of a book, and you'd see exactly that paragraph in three different books by yeah. three different authors, and it reminds me well, of the Internet. It really does. Yeah, and I think that's uh, so fun to do our own research, too, which is what... We well, do, that's what when you do. It, yeah. in the experience of it. There's the learning, and then there's the experience and the actual doing to acquire the real wisdom. Uh, we don't give enough uh, value to the apprenticeship of things. But I know we have a call, so shall we Hi, take caller. that? Hi, caller. Yeah, what's your name, please? Amy. Hi, Amy. Hi. Amy, what can we do? I'd like to get a reading from Mary. Okay. All right, I guess we'll start. I brought a number of different decks with me tonight because decks really are like different people and they speak your truth back to you in with a different style with a different accent using a different language at times and so i thought i would show a assortment of different decks and this deck is the mythical tarot the mythical goddess tarot which i think is really beautiful has beautiful images and it has a profound sacredness to it okay and the first card we get and I'll wait till close-up since that's how I usually see them, is Maiden, the beauty. And you can see this lady laying there. And, and what makes her so beautiful and what makes any of us so beautiful is we are true to our own nature. She's laying there within nature to reflect that she is comfortable with herself in her own nature and her own body type and who she is. And really, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. The more beauty you behold, the more beautiful you are. Now the perception, I think that in your true nature, perhaps you've had um, an emotional, like, like all of us are emotional beings, but maybe 
um, sometimes perceptions come in and then you start questioning them because we're tricked into thinking that our emotions are lunacy and crazy. But you're actually a very in tune, intuitive. And start trusting that and backing yourself instead of questioning it all the time because all that does is throw you into doubt all the time. Cycles remind us that everything moves in cycles. The universe spins in the spiral. The earth rotates. We all have our cycles. And it's time to look at our cycles to get to know who our true nature really is. But it's also to allow them. And if you feel like you're in a hurry lately, just sit back and say, there's nothing we can do to make the earth spin quicker. So why don't I just enjoy the ride and the perceptions rather than uh, rushing? Can I push the river? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been, uh, we're all set. So I've been reading poems since I got, um, when I started reading books on palmistry in college, I was in the student lounge and soon people came to have their palm read and they would say to me, you can tell that from the lines on my hand. And I would say, no, I can tell it from this book. See the line on your hand, see the same line <laughs> in the book. This is what the book says. Now, what's very interesting about that, the um, life of uh, palmistry is um, where you'll agree to go to one of these conventions where you sit and maybe read 25 palms. I'm sorry, 25 palms in a row. And the 25 people will show you the exact same symbol. So you get to then find out if all those books had anything to say that was true. And then after you've, you've explain this to a number of people in a row, and then someone says, no, that's not me. You, well, you know better than that. They don't know themselves very well. That's what you know about it. You know, knowing divided by uh, doubt equals denial. So that's what's going on there. Mm. Mm. So you get to build up um, a whole experience of palmistry where you get that's to see true. it very differently. That's very true. And, um, so people have been uh, sending in, electronically sending in uh, palm prints, and we thank you very much for that. And uh, this is Tom. Yes, there he is. That's Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. There we go. Let's give Tom a hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Tom is a very interesting person and is a very gifted person. He's got a, a huge amount of, well, I would just start with the idea of it being artistic talent. Uh, and then how that plays out is another story completely. Uh, he's, according to his hand, scheduled to eventually form some sort of a production company that will, he will be the one running it. So I'm thinking at this point in his life, if he views this as a free education, as apprenticeship, whatever word you want to put that, but acquiring all of these skills, he'll eventually amalgam into one um, faculty which could be a director, it could be producer. Um, all of uh, his life did change at the age of 24, and uh, he began on this new path. Uh, let me see. There, um, under the middle finger, there's an um, indicator of five separate forms of income. Now, we have the whole lifetime to live. It's very interesting. Uh, way a long time ago, I was invited to this guy's mansion. I was picked up by a... Um, uh, chauffeur, and the man had eight lines under his middle finger. And I said, well, eight types of income. And he said, yeah, that's right, eight. I hold eight patents. 
This was the guy that held the patent on the ballpoint pen. <laughs> That's a yeah. patent to have. Let yeah, me tell you. Uh, a day for him was telling the butler to go get the mail, you know, yeah. as what he did for a living at that well, point great. in his life. But there is a significant um, income. And also, there's a great deal of intuition. Psychic intuition is yeah, the word I commonly used. And also, you're working with a huge imagination as well. Mm -hmm. So there's a great deal of creativity going on in your life. Excellent. Well, good job, so, Tom. And why yeah. don't we go ahead and take a call, and we'll just go back That's, and forth. Yeah, that makes sense. Maybe okay. do uh, a little All short, righty, then. Do we have our next caller? Hello. Hi. Hi. Hey, what can we do for you? I would love a reading, please. Okay, and what's your name? Michelle Smith. Michelle, okay. Well, I am going to use the Bright Idea deck. I love it. Um, it's not even a deck that is usually stored with traditional tarot decks because a uh, it's designed to be used in offices for brainstorming, which is another wonderful use for tarot. Let's say you're sitting around looking to fig figure out how to um, roll out a new uh, product or something. You can take tarot and pull some of the cards and get ideas from that. So let's pull some cards for Michelle. Okay, let's see. The first card in this one was, uh, the last one was green, I believe. This is a different deck. Well, enough. Now, here's the thing. Uh, finding out what enough is is kind of tricky because up until the last generation or two, we never had that problem. It was always not enough or just barely enough. And now we have the too much is enough. And so I think this is saying that there's some circumstance in your life that you have been getting the signals and the clues that, hey, this is enough, I really have to put my foot down, but maybe haven't uh, stepped up from the table to actually say no. Or maybe you have, because this is kind of in the midst of now. And sometimes in, in order, well, all the time, but sometimes it's more dramatic. In order to build the new world, we really do have to demolish the old world. And it doesn't have to be painful, and it doesn't have to hurt people, and we don't have to get like lightning strikes. It's just a matter of saying, okay, I'm done with this now and letting go of it while it has its own volition to keep on moving out of your life instead of waiting until it's already come to a dead stop. And now it's about balance. And if you look at those three cards, it's saying too much, you've got, you're spread too thin, too much is going on. It's a matter of letting go of some things that no longer serve and striking a balance between your income and your family or or between any two poles there. Okay, well, thank you very much. And Neville, would you like yeah. to do another poll? Yeah, I've had the, the lifetime here, this lifetime in particular, uh, reading poems where there was a time where I made a living along Embassy Row in D.C. where I would be hired uh, to read poems all night, another uh, venue by which you got to see the same symbol expressed in different ways. They got to figure out. And from out. all over the world, too. Yeah, very That's international education occurred there. By the way, palmistry has nothing to do with uh, anything other than that you are a human being. It's remarkable how uh, inherently unprejudiced it is. A very different uh, skill. Well, it set is a comes circuit. I mean, these yeah. are, we are an electrical being, we are an mm -hmm. electromagnetic being, and this is our circuit board. And it really serves to learn about it. I. I had the Dell books for a dime when I was a kid. I've mm -hmm. always yeah. studied it myself. So I'm sure a lot of people got lit up from uh, mm -hmm. um, just the beginning of it. 
the circuit is also c could be considered to be a blueprint or it could be a roadmap. Sure. And for a lifetime of studying this, I would say that this is a glyph, the word glyph, and that um, this glyph is translated as your life. It's a very different way to see it. Absolutely. Than, uh, so uh, much can be seen on the palm. Normal thing. Okay. So this is Michael. Michael, do you recognize you? You look like you. Is that Michael M.? No, this is, uh, I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know the last name. On okay, just Michael. Um, it may have been signed that way, I don't know. I would okay. usually put down a note of. Um, so this is a very long and active life written here. Uh, there are certain brave ones amongst us that come here to completely and totally rebel against everything. Now, when you are this much of a rebel, uh, and we thank you for playing this role, because we human beings fall so easily into complacency and we re request that those come amongst us to simply not do what we're told to do so that we, the human race as a whole, can strike new ground, can become, um, although it's kind of a rough life being that rebellious. So wrote uh, many articles on this subject and um, rebellion and the diplomat are actually the same person. It's a matter of... Uh, how many attempts at communication before total war is declared. The more diplomatic, the more uh, communication skills. I believe that makes sense without, yeah. Okay. Um, we have to say that in this hand, the emotions are turned up very loudly, that there were a whole number of experiences that uh, caused the person to be sensitive to feelings, feelings of their own, feelings of others. Uh, but that that was agreed to in this particular incarnation. There is um, an enormous eye above the head uh, line. Uh, yeah, there we go. I don't mm. know who's going to particularly see that, but it's there. And so I would say this one has a higher aptitude of uh, just plain telepathy, yeah. being able to see the way people think. Yeah. I write symbols on the back of these, so I know what's on the front of the pages. Well, if you couple but, that being able to see with being able to feel, that's a pretty mm -hmm. powerful combo. Yeah, and uh, <coughs> came with the set of um, credentials as a um, counselor on top of it. Ooh. So, yeah, so that's uh, something that can be done there. Excellent. Yeah, he does. The predilection to psychology uh, is a three-pronged fork on the end of the headline. I knew a um, family in Texas where everybody had the three-pronged fork on the end of the headline, and they, you know, forgive me, this is Texas and many years ago, and no one knows anything about this, so they would study the psychology of people that would come along, and um, one would be saying, oh, I've got this horse for sale, and the other brother would show up and go, oh, I want to buy this horse, and this is all in front of a stranger, and we can continue this another time if it's, uh, okay. Uh, anyhow, they had a whole lot of fun, but th the point was they were all of the brothers had that same fork, and they were all fascinated by, in another reality, they all would have become psychologists, absolutely, psychiatrists. Mm, okay. It is the fascination for the way in which the... Um, well, great. Uh, lots of people skills in this life. And uh, this is a bubbly, happy, effervescent person from the hand type. And we'll just go on to the next. And thank you. Thank you very much. Okay. Well, wonderful. Um, it just lets you see the tip of the iceberg of what you can see about yourself. From looking oh, at there's a huge amount on the But well, we'll go ahead and take the next call. 
Okay. Yes, hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hello, this is Betty Ball. Hi. And hello, dear. Evan and I are watching the program as we always do, thoroughly oh. enjoying it. And I would like a reading, Mary. I would love to do that. Well, let's let's use our regular the Osho Zen. Um, a lot of people have asked me over the years what deck this is, and it is the Osho Zen, and I love it because it's very meaningful and it has pictures that uh, really speak and there's a lot of uh, wonderful Zen-like principles behind it which I love. Okay, the first card is possibilities and this is looking at the landscape from a different perspective than you had been used to and I know that there have been some changes in your life uh, recently and Sometimes it's a matter of looking at things from a new angle, and you, you then see things that you hadn't even seen in your life before. I remember something hanging on my wall when I was a kid, and I, I, one day I just looked at it, and I thought, I know it's been there my whole life, and I'm just noticing it. And um, that's what I feel is going on. And that's also about messages from spirit, because the eagle is spirit. Now, the guilt, one thing I would like to say is it's so important to nev not regret anything that you've done or did not do in your life because all it does is it robs you of the moment, it robs you of the now. And that's really the gift, the present, pun intended, that, that the, the now brings to us. And guilt will just knock you right out of it and just know that everything happened perfectly and as it was supposed to be. And as you move forward and as we all move forward, the anything that we haven't forgiven ourselves for and ultimately seeing there's nothing to forgive we carry around like this trash compacted block of experiences and what it's saying is go ahead through that forgiveness and releasement from the guilt that you can release the past and but you will not release the memories and the joy from life you're actually bringing it back in because you're releasing the guilt guilt and memories are two different things so, well, thank you very much. And uh, there's a lot ahead for you to enjoy and explore. Yeah, excellent. Okay, thank you. So this is Tricia, if I've got the name correct. You'll recognize your hands. Hello, Tricia. How are you? There okay. we are. Does this look familiar? There we go. Uh, if, you're, if you are watching, you could call in if you wanted. But um, uh, what's first and foremost jumping out uh, about this hand to me is a perfectly formed star of uh, fortune, it's called. Uh, it could also be called fame. And uh, that's something occurring under the ring finger, which means you have uh, written a contract that would allow you to choose fame. It's visible to my eye, which is very educated to see it, but uh, might look like a dot right, about, right under the ring finger. Okay. At any rate... Um, Fame, so you will make a decision about how famous you're going to be, and that will happen because it's something you agreed upon. Now, there's um, definitely a trip coming up in spring for you, uh, which is a very successful and happy trip. And it's an, the lines that represent siblings are always um, in another dimension, really, and it takes years to develop an eye to see it. So this would look like three siblings. Uh, and honestly, I count more lines there. I usually have some reason to limit the number. Uh, in this case, I have some reason to limit, but it's not available to the conscious mind. At any rate, I'm having a good time, and you're certainly welcome to email uh, all the rest of that. You have the um, 
wisdom, great deal of wisdom that goes as far as uh, counselors are to have this particular type of wisdom. And um, we would say that money flows easily around you and through your hands, and at all times there is, um, oh, that says it, flow of uh, finances. That's wonderful. Yeah. Uh, There's an unusual life all the way around here. There's um, running two parallel lives is a way to describe this. And yet each of those lines seeks, each of those lives seeks yet other lives. And this makes a lot of sense to me. And if this were, you know, in a normal circumstance of a reading. it seems like sort of a multitasking life. Not a task, but a multi-experiencing life. Exploring, yeah, there's lots to explore here. And you seem to have a ridiculous amount of energy to do with it. That's a complimentary word. A uh, large amount of energy to do this. I don't think there's ever been a, uh, a gap in, the, in the, your process of energies. Mm. Very nice. Yeah, the, but they keep going and it tends to spread out like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, so much is expected of us now. A lot of us lead those double, double lives. I'm yeah. It could be two complete lifetimes if you just separated them out. Perhaps I can more clearly explain that, that this is more or less a lifelong debate about what you will be doing. And since we uh, have always been showing people that whatever you decide to happen will happen, the thing is, if you void the decision, if you enter into debate instead of decision, only pieces of it will happen, not it. See them? I've ran a five art galleries in my life, and every time I ended up as someone's house guest after the uh, complete and total financial failure of said art gallery, and I would spend six months or so before I would want to get back in the game. And during the six months, the lifeline on my hand would branch into branches like that because I would think about everything that happened. I would never be in the present. I would always be debating the future. And it was only when I decided to jump back in the game that the uh, feathering on the lifeline vanished. Mm. So yeah, um, I've I've um, gotten a lot of new lines on my hand. They they change constantly. Yeah, and I I read poems for years Mm -hmm. with virtually no study. It was more an intuitive thing. And then Mm -hmm. when I started studying, I realized I was what I was getting was even true to what the what the books say. Yeah, so very good. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank and, you uh, very much. Yeah, very good. Yeah. That was a very good, uh, interesting reading. Um, shall we take another call? Oh, yes, by all means. Hi, caller. Hello, caller. What's your name? Hi, this is, this is Belinda. Hi, I'm Belinda. here with my husband, Manuel. We're watching for the first time tonight. Ah, oh, okay. well, hello. Hi. Excellent. So uh, I, we would really appreciate a reading. Okay. Uh, for both of you or like as a, as a team there? Like your relationship, or how would you like to do that? They're gone. They're gone. Okay, I'll, They're gone. I'll do it just for both of you in regards to your life just moving forward. Okay. Oh, the first card, Miracles. And I'm, I apologize, I don't know the name of this deck. It's a fairly new one for me, but I thought it was very charming. Miracles, the three eggs. I don't know if this means that you... You all have had a baby recently, or you've been contemplating it, 
but if you, there's nothing really more miraculous in my view than, than a new life uh, coming from love, and that is the three, the three eggs. So either way, love being together is a miracle, and perhaps you even finding the show tonight is a miracle that you don't even really know yet, and that, all the implications from that. And the emerging is, could even be tied to that too. It's a spiritual journey. We're always on a spiritual journey, but there are those moments where we emerge from one perspective into the other, and that there is a lot of this emergence. And I'm feeling like uh, work changing for uh, Manuel, did, is that the husband's name? I, I, I didn't catch the yes. name. Okay. I feel like there's some change with you in work and then something uh, really breaking through. I don't know. I feel like I might have been like this plant trapped under the dirt for a while and the dirt moving out of the way finally and I can grow. And not only do I grow, but all that part that had grown and been stuck is unfolding too. So it's going to be very, very quick, quick to come. Now, playfulness reminds us that life really is about this. It's not about misery and suffering and pain. It's about happiness. The more happiness we allow into our life, the more happiness the world is filled with. And playfulness adds to this beautiful pool of imagination and joy that we have. So continue doing that. And I saw the beach and the sand and everything. And I think that um, it, I don't know, I feel the beach around you even apart from that picture. So maybe there'll be an opportunity to go visit the beach or something coming up. But thank you both for calling in. Yeah, thank you very much. And for watching. So this is uh, Michael. And I'm quite certain he recognizes his own hands. Hi, Michael. He's doing the telepathic TV gang sign, in case, um, which is also a symbol of a Hebraic letter and also represents the joining together of the left and right hemispheres of the mind, thus creating a triniified mind. And it's the telepathic TV gang sign. Yeah, yeah. So the, um, what I would have to say about this hand is that this is a highly creative person. Uh, exactly which creativity is another question because there's um, such an emphasis on imagination here that uh, this could that. really go anywhere and do anything. The, um, the Age 27 is a place where everything changed uh, very distinctly and began living a truly a new life. That was a complete like both jump. both of us, that was a big... Age 27, yeah, yeah it's called the Saturn, Saturn return, return. And uh, indicates a place where generally you rearrange your molecules significantly. Uh, this would have been characterized by a physical move as well from one place to another. Yeah, there we go. And, okay. And so the fate line is remarkable. It's, uh, first of all, it finds its origin in the imagination, and it heads like a locomotive uh, straight for that spot between the index and the middle finger. So I'm going to presume um, uh, well, there's a great I don't want to limit the potential of this, but likely that if you became a writer, then the books would. If you became an artist, then the paintings would. But that direction that one is going in is well, a very positive one. If, if you don't mind if I just add something real sure. quick. How the fate line combines with the heart line for a while. So to me, that really stepped it up. And that once he connects with something he loves. Because I love yeah. your take on that. That's very interesting. 
Yeah, all the way around. Been driving a car a lot. You can see that there's uh, ambition everywhere in there, mm -hmm. um, more so than a lot of us. You have um, uh, your share of the healing touch. You have a um, tendency to a very, very logical mind that's kind of numbers-oriented. So what exactly? But that doesn't mean you're a mathematician or anything like that. It's numbers are such a universal language that anything can be expressed well, in numbers. Well, you can be logical about feelings, and, and writers are actually very logical because a lot of fiction writing is formula. There's a formula. You have to create some kind of a formula or structure to it in order for it to flow right. So there is logic in all kinds of things that don't look logical. So. Yeah. And uh, also the thumb is uh, quite large, which is always a good signature. Uh, Picasso, as far as I know, Picasso has about the biggest thumb I've ever seen. And it exceeds the uh, middle joint on his index finger, if you're not uh, lying to yourself about it. By you know, Everybody in the audience is now looking at their hand. So I can do anything on the TV I want, because no one's looking. All right, so... Uh, and a lot of people are looking at your hands. Seriously, if you have questions, I've got long thumbs. wonder what it is that large, <laughs> large, not long is a different subject. Oh, okay. Large is a very. Oh, I thought you meant exceeds this joint because there is something about that. You yeah. mean the thickness? As well. Okay. Yeah, but just a large right. thumb well, that is long as well. So if anybody wants to um, um, call in, actually, or uh, get in touch with me. <laughs> and we can talk to you about your palms if uh, we've lit some curiosity for you. What? But, uh, yeah, what? otherwise this is uh, somebody that's doing something. There's um, past life history that's running in, in um, and we all have this. I'm not saying anything. There was a series of male past lives that is, um, this is the one in which you are likely to get a great deal of resolve that you did not in other male past lives. Excellent. So, yeah, Very nice. And that Very around. nice. Very yeah. nice. Yeah, okay. Okay, All we'll right. take another call. Mm-hmm. Nope. Hi, caller. No caller? Okay. Well, let's no talk batter, a little no batter, bit no more about palmistry. It's um, to be understood as a circuit diagram, uh, or did you want to... Uh, yeah, well, go ahead. Um, and then I'll talk after you. Um, everyone has this mythological idea that Einstein, because he was so brilliant, that his headline would be deep like the Grand Canyon and etched um, and have this enormous electricity. No. Uh, Einstein's uh, headline was very, very gentle, very delicate, because he w it was not really that in 3D. If you're a prize fighter, then you're going to see deep lines that conduct a lot of electricity is the amount of electricity to raise your arm. Uh, you know, and if you don't have so much muscle, well, it doesn't take so much electricity. Well, In a way, it's a circuit diagram. There are way. different calibers of electricity, because uh, it's not always just electricity. Sometimes it's spirit energy. So it, it depends on what you have to do here. Uh, for example, water hand types, which is my hand type. Mm -hmm. uh, water hand types have some deep lines, but a lot of wispy lines in there because they're more in that spirit realm. So depending on what realm you live in, the lines are going to be very different. And I don't think a lot of people know that. No, there's a huge study to this. I've been a lifetime at it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I've visited a number of lifetimes, including a future lifetime, 
uh, where this subject is uh, very known by me. Yeah, I, I find it very fascinating. I've read about it my whole life. I'm nowhere near the expert you are by any means, but even in my years of study, I always know there's more to be seen. And there's a whole study of the palm, the lines on the hand, that tell about medical things, too, that are a whole other echelon. Yeah. We have a call. And the fingerprints of just uh, since 1970, fingerprints came into consciousness about mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. what they are and what they mean. And we do have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Oh, I'm Sam Spock. Do that again, please. I'm Sam Give us another shot there, please. Uh, Call back. I think the line is... Uh, yeah, call back sometimes on cell phones or something, and it'll become very distorted or something yeah. like that. But we'll see. Either that or we got through to mm -hmm. Mr. Spock or Dr. Mm -hmm. Spock. We're not certain. I could just give that caller a reading. We don't oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. All right. Whoever just called, whoever, whatever your name is, this will be interesting because we didn't get your name. But we're going to pull some cards. And this is from... The Rider Weight deck, which is what most people are familiar with <coughs> when they think of tarot. Okay, the first card we get is the Six of Swords. And if you see that, there's a man uh, steering, uh, moving the boat across the water with a woman and a little baby. And there is some turbulent water and calm water. And this card comes up to say that perhaps there's something that you've been healing from lately. Uh, it could be emotional, physical, mental, spiritual, on any of those levels. And some presence is here. Your higher self, the divine, is there to help you get across those troubled waters and get back into some balance and to know that you're nurtured. And this card, the Two of Pentacles, it reminds me of a juggler going back and forth, but it's the infinity sign too. And so it tells me that the, when I look at this card, that change is something that's a constant and it's a continuum. And like the infinity sign, it never really ends. And sometimes we go up the cycle and sometimes we go down. But really, when you look at it as movement, nothing's really uh, right or wrong. It just is, and to get into the moment. And to me, it's about balancing things in your life as well. And the Page of Wands, pages are the youngest of the court cards. And so to me, they're beginnings. It's like a child energy, birthing your creativity and your spirituality. And it's time to really step up and remember who you are. You're getting synchronous messages all around you and start paying attention to them because they're getting more and more meaningful. Okay, thank you. Excellent. Okay. So keeping this organized here is a lot of fun. Donna and Denise, um, and I just want to do one of you, and then we'll come back for uh, yeah, Denise. Yeah, just pick so one let me and do, do. Um, Donna and San Diego. Uh, there's a magic line there that connects the ring finger to the Jupiter finger, uh, which I've seen people that have this line that um, are really remarkably successful artists. The thing about them is uh, of course, you would do well to get a hold of someone to represent you. There's no question about that. I don't know which camera we're on for this. Um, there you go. But you are a person who can get your own artwork delivered to the person who buys it. 
Now, I've spent a lifetime with this ability. It's just, um, it's an interesting thing, the art world, in that uh, people buy art for one of two reasons. They buy it because they think of it as a financial investment, or they buy it because they like it. And generally, um, for all of that, nobody has ever, ever asked me where it was I studied, uh, because it's kind of a given. They like it or they don't like it. They buy it or they don't buy it. So uh, the qualification is the actual piece of artwork, not the degree, which makes it unusual compared to most of the rest of the human uh, okay. participation. There's, um, on your hand and one of the other hands this evening, uh, there is something very unusual about the house you live in. Now, I have to say that palmistry has not begun to be studied. I agree. Uh, and that uh, there was a time when I thought we would run the whole thing as uh, some institute to study palmistry and actually pay people to talk about their past and start to document this stuff uh, a little differently than the way we do it. Uh, but this particular signature um, is unknown to me. What does that mean? Just I know there's a relationship with a house that's unusual, the place where you live. I, uh, um, which line is it? Just out of... Or you can tell me later. Uh, it's the joint of the base of the okay. middle finger onto the hand okay. is particularly long, but none of the rest of it is characterized that way. Oh, none okay. of the other joints are characterized that way. Now, human beings are indeed designed to live in a house, and I would, by the way, retitle the homeless people in the world, referring to them as urban nomadics, which I think is very clever, which has nothing to do with this at all. I agree with you. I've, I've yeah. said that for years. That, that Much better way to, yeah. Okay, so uh, let me just see what else. Well, as we said, um, uh, extremely strong art uh, with a logical mind, no less, which is an interesting combination. Uh, you have the actual Eye of Horus, which is a signature that represents a particularly pronounced ability to um, see. Yeah, yeah, to know things that are not knowable, which is a good way to do it. And here's uh, something that I've not seen this commonly. You have uh, two distinct fate lines. One is an Apollo fate line, one is a Jupiter fate line, which would, um, mm, well, we don't know what you might do with that, but it's really big things. Uh, the square under Apollo uh, will give you a great deal of stability in uh, Apollo is not the most stable thing you ever met in your life, so a square uh, will, will ground that artistic ability into 3D. Um, there was the broken heart um, around age 20, so that's repaired nicely, although we would do some counseling on that if this were one-to-one. Uh, also, that same eye, not the eye of Horus, you have a second eye under uh, Saturn, which is the ability to see destiny in people, and I don't know how that pronounces out for you, but you could just look at someone and see uh, a possible future well, for them. one thing I was getting just intuitively from that remark, and then I know it's time for the duck, when yeah. you said something about houses, I, I just feel she's, Donna is very gifted at understanding the energies of houses and also to that help clear them and do a reset. Yeah, but that thank you. Be. That was yeah. very good, and I think it's right. about time. Just it's duck time. Okay. Like hammer time, but with a duck. Call.
Okay. Our lovely duck dangler. I got inspiration. That's Beat perspiration. <laughs> That's where well, the spirit comes in. Inspiration, inspiration. It's like when we get inspired and we have that, we spread inspiration and other people get inspired through us. Thank you. Yeah. I got the angel of light, and so I'm given to talk about um, uh, food, really. Yes, you mean light food. Well, in a way. Uh, you know, you go into the supermarket and you see fat-free and where you place your attention grows, so singularly the most fattening food is mm-hmm. labeled fat-free. And so when they say, you know, soda light or, yeah, uh, this, when they add the adjective light, they are actually making it heavy. Okay. I'm just talking about the food I industry. Understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. That's great. And we have a call from Ohio. We have a call from Ohio. Hello, Ohio. Okay. Hi. 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 Hi, this is Tanya. I wanted to call because I'm in the process of um, some career transitions, and I wanted to see what Mary can tell me about. Okay. Well, just to show you how synchronous this is, I saved this deck for for last today, and it's a very special deck to me, um, and it is created by someone from Ohio. Her name's Chanel, and uh, she created the deck, and then her partner James drew it. And he's a very good artist. And they had this really uh, incredible concept of making five suits instead of four. And the fifth suit is spirit. So we've got the, the fire, the earth, the air, the water. And it's called A King's Journey. And they produced it themselves, which is no small feat, because I've, I've uh, been in the process of uh, getting mine published, my deck. So I know it's not an, a real simple thing. So I'm going to use that deck for you. And it is a very... Uh, in-depth, rich deck, so I'm not proposing that I've learned it all, but let's see what we get. I may do some intuitive stuff with it if if I'm not recognizing. Well, the first card we get, and I know you were talking about work and things like that, this is the Hanged Man. Isn't that beautiful? I love this deck. It's just so wonderful, and the companion books with it are sensational. I encourage everybody to go to A King's Journey and, and look it up. Well, the the hanged man is a, a state of suspension and we become suspended and stop and it looks like we're sacrificing and we're stepping out of uh, out of our dream let's say or out of our flow but really it's a synchronization and i feel like that's what you've been going through is a synchronization to synchronize your spirit back with your life path in a way that you're conscious of instead of this unconscious thing And as a result, you're standing there looking at the world. And I tell you, the more things that we have out there, that the more difficult it can be for people to make decisions. And really, you're at that place where you're looking uh, back on things you've accomplished, things that you have ahead that you'd like to experience. And it's a really strong decision point time for you. Okay, and then the final card. This is like the strength card, and I'm not sure if it it is in this deck, but it sure looks like that. And we can get more. They say you can catch more flies with honey than with vinegar. Well, life is like that. We can get more through peace and calm and looking at everything as being soft and peaceful than we can, oh, i got to get into that mindset of the beltway and coffee and, and type A type of activities. And now's a time for you to start calling your life back into 
in, into your power again, but do it through calm means, not agitated means. More will come. Yeah. Now I want to do Denise's poem because it came in. Do it Denise's poems. poems. In and then the we'll uh, same we'll email. Maybe and get one more call after that. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, is a very interesting hand all the way around. It's uh, talking about a person uh, with a diamond at the end of the heart line, uh, which would uh, indicate. Um, a very uh, that life is about emotion for the feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a very feeling life uh, to have done this, and uh, there had been an earlier broken heart that uh, healed very well, uh, but still emotion rules in this. There is the sistering of the heart line as a result of the break, and the sistering of the heart line is where the heart line runs two parallel lines to describe the function of the heart, and what it what happens is the there is an external heart, which is the heart you're supposed to have, and then there is the internal heart, which is the true feeling that, that is not acceptable in that time in your life. So between the two, and then that heals, if heal is the word, it rejoins into the, uh, and then creates the diamond. So this is a very emotionally fulfilling life for this person. And it even talks about, um, uh, a reset later on in life where you start a whole, where this person starts a whole new life, which may have already occurred, strangely enough, or so it would say. The person was alive on Atlantis and came to play with crystals. We can tell you that much about people who had been alive on Atlantis. And uh, also there's a lifetime achievement. Um, uh, this is a very special lifetime in the series of lifetimes. This is where there are you know, we always talk about the head versus the heart, but it's really the heart. You know, if I was a lawyer to convince a jury, I would never say in the minds of the jury. I would say in the hearts of the jury, and that would make, you know, one it's amazingly more powerful, sure. far more powerful. And so this is the lifetime in which you got how to have a heart, which a lot of people don't beautiful, get. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, so. Well, very well done. Just so very people well understand. Also, money flows through you. It's just a river. Um, and the origin of the fate line is uh, from the imagination again. So it's wow. a very interesting well, you life. Packed, so you packed every, every feature on the hand. That was just beautiful. Yeah, just Excellent. to create balance. And we have our next caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Eloise. Hi, Eloise. Hi. Hi. I'd, I'd like to have a general reading, please. Okay. All right. I'm going to use a King's Journey deck again. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, have a look at their website and write to Chanel and let her know that you saw the cards on the show. I think she'd probably be get a kick out of that. Okay, the first card, uh, let's get a close-up of that here. It shows a woman holding a cup. And, and the cups in the tarot deck are really about water, which are about emotion and our spiritual emotion and in our intuitiveness and how it flows and this shows somebody that's got it right in her hands and it's interesting that the cup her emotions is right under her necklace which is a heart and it's she knows her heart it's crystal clear and the beautiful headdress she's wearing this head of uh, this beautiful light it's like her chakras coming out of her crown shows a very spiritual woman that knows how she feels about things and has them under control. Ooh, and then we've got this other card. I love this. I don't know if you can get a real good uh, focus on that. 
but it shows a woman at night with these beautiful lights around. And to me, that's just the goddess of the night with the moon and the stars and the light and focusing on her sacredness and the purple crown chakra coming out. This tells me that you've been doing a lot of development spiritually because we've got two cards now that are highlighting the crown chakra in your connection to the divine. And don't question that. And it's something that goes beyond words and even goes beyond feelings. It's, it's something so super, superhuman that, that don't discount it. I feel like you have a gift of channeling that, that is good to uh, hold on to and trust the information you get. And this is the sun card with these beautiful sun in the background and the mother holding the baby, um, giving birth to projects with the fairies there helping out. It seems like you're power on a very birth. wonderful path. Yeah. Today in mine is the power of birth. Yeah. Um, we have, um, birth. we are going to the Serpent Mound, uh, leaving tomorrow. tomorrow morning. If anyone is interested in coming with us, uh, you would get in touch with us, I Leave suppose. Leave a message tonight. And uh, or via back email. After the show. And, uh, yeah, and we're, we're um, caravanning out at about 7 in the morning. So if you are excited about this, to please uh, let us know. We're going to have fun, fun, fun. Yeah, and there's a lot to do at the Serpent Mound. Ross is going to join us? Yes, to talk about his written a number of books on the subject of the <laughs> Serpent Mound. And it's mm-hmm. a, We're do a highly... Yeah, we'll be taking people into past lives. And it's a highly sacred um, journey, highly sacred place. It uh, does transformations. We usually end up writing a blog or something about the, the transformation that this uh, creates in us. So we're very excited about this and uh, going forward on it. And this would have to be seized. And we are acquainted with seizing, with Caesar's... Uh, um, cousin, I think it was, C's and Caesar, uh, the mm. two, they, they got along finally towards the end. And we have a couple minutes left. We're well, going to be I, at I, Ruby Tuesdays if you'd like to join us. And what were you going to say? I just wanted to uh, tell people that um, I have gotten the podcast stuff working. Mm-hmm. So check out the podcast. The last three or four should be up there. Or I don't know how many. Yeah. It's been... Uh, Anyway, a fun challenge to get that all going. Yeah, yeah. And that website's updated with our new activities. We're going to be doing two intensive crystal classes. And this is stuff that really you just don't find anywhere. It's uh, ancient True stuff enough. and new information. And it's a two-day regular crystal and then a two-day advanced crystal, with, which includes gridding. And we're going to do a lot of sac- sacred things in that. And Playing we're going to have opening of the third eye and psychic development. Part two starts in a couple of weeks, and that's uh, remote view, medical intuition, psychometry, a bunch of interesting things, too. Yeah, and I may be doing a study group on, uh, uh, yeah, palmistry as well, but a study group on the language codes, which I think is a very good idea. Okay. uh, We've got all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, let me see. Yeah, really, if you're out and about, come to Ruby's, and we'll. Uh, probably continue reading poems there if people uh, want to come and actually do that. Well, to to the extent, yeah, I'll read some too. Yeah, okay. It'll be fun. We'll read your poem. <laughs> that was Rick, Rick's signal that we're getting low on time. Yeah. Well, it was our joy and honor to take you to the door, and you can watch Telepathic TV online. You can download us as podcasts. 
all kinds of stuff. You can do readings with the inner wisdom and the spirit animal cards online mm -hmm. on telepathictv.com. Join us every Thursday at 8.30. Yeah, we'll do this. All right. Thank you.